Did you just inherit an IEP? Hey, special ed teacher. In today's episode, I will be sharing the five signs your new student's individualized education plan needs your attention now. But before we get into it, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to go and grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to take so you don't miss a thing at that next IEP meeting. Grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. This episode is necessary because we don't always know what red flags to look for when it comes to an inherited IEP. I am hoping this episode will give you a set of ideas on where to start. So you know we've all had that new student walk into our classroom or that email from the SPED department notifying us that we'll be receiving a new student. But along with our new student, As special ed teachers, we always receive their IEP from the last school or district they attended. Some of these IEPs can be very well-written, but others, unfortunately, are not well-written. But being a new SPED teacher, I had no clue what to look out for when it came to IEPs that were red flags. Actually, 15 years later, I'm still looking out for signs of a not-so-good written IEP. After years of working with this mandated document, I am more aware of what to look out for when we get those IEPs transferred to us. So to avoid all that, I want to equip you with knowing what clues to look out for when you're reviewing a new IEP. So if you inherited an IEP, here are the five signs your new student's individualized education plan needs your attention now. For the first sign, number one are incomplete pages. Yes, I have seen this. You're going through your new student's IEP and you notice a page, maybe a few pages, or some important pages are missing. Sometimes this happens and parents aren't even aware that the pages are missing when they turn it into the school or district. For instance, if the service page is missing, you cannot determine how many service minutes a student is supposed to get. Sometimes your school site needs to request the student's QM or records from their previous school district to get the original IEP. And in most cases, that can take a couple weeks. So after you receive your new student's IEP, please do a quick review that all pages are there. 
So for the first sign are incomplete pages. Inherited an IEP, the second sign, your new student's individualized education plan needs your attention now. Number two, inheriting an old IEP. Check the date of the document. It should be on the first page of the info and eligibility page. I just got one of these a couple years back and my student was coming back to traditional school from being online for a couple of years. And the IEP that her parents provided was almost two years old. Maybe that was the last copy the school provided to them or the only copy the parents could find. It happens. And if the student is now ours, it's our duty to update it ASAP. So the second sign is inheriting an old IEP. Inherited an IEP, the third sign, your new student's individualized education plan needs your attention now is number three, IEP goals are not measurable. So you've spent a few weeks with a student, you've done your beginning of the year assessments, and the student is performing at a certain level. But when you look at the student's current IEP goals that they are to work towards, something just doesn't add up. The goals are too low for the student. The student is currently performing very well, and this IEP isn't due until, let's just say, February. If they're new, monitor them for the next six weeks, and then check if they are still performing at that same level you tested them back in the beginning of the year. If they are, and the IEP goals are not appropriate, an amendment needs to be made to update these. So the third sign is IEP goals are not measurable. Inherited in IEP, the fourth sign, your new student's individualized education plan needs your attention now for number four, our service times need to be updated. I've had an old IEP that had service minutes that were too little for the student. I think it said only RSP or resource consultation, 30 minutes a month. But after giving the student classroom assessments, they clearly needed more help than that. So after consulting with the school psychologist, I got their input and then they agreed to increase the student's SAI or specialized academic instructional minutes. The parents were happy and I was glad the student was getting what she needed. So for the fourth sign, check if the service times need to be updated. Inherited an IEP, the fifth and last sign, your new student's individualized education plan needs your attention now for number five, we're all team members in attendance. If you check the notes section, review who was present at that IEP. There have been situations where changes were made in the IEP meeting, like a change in goals or minutes in speech, but the speech teacher was not in attendance. Yes, I know that sounds crazy, but I've seen it happen. A service provider was unaware of the changes and no communication was made. Sometimes the parent was not there or an admin. That is a tricky and sticky situation that needs to be fixed. So an updated IEP would for sure need to be made. So the last sign is to check if all team members were in attendance. All right, I hope these signs gave you ideas of what red flags to look out for when receiving a new IEP. So to recap, inherited an IEP, 
five signs your new student's individualized education plan needs your attention now. For number one, incomplete pages. Number two, inheriting an old IEP. Number three, IEP goals are not measurable. Number four, service times need to be updated. And last but not least, number five, we're all team members in attendance. I would love it if you could let me know a clue you found in a new IEP you inherited that needed your immediate attention. Go ahead and let us know in the free private Facebook group at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special education. Go ahead and join us. It's a great place to connect with awesome educators like you. Also, if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure to grab my free IEP meeting checklist before the meeting. This quick and easy checklist will keep you aware of what steps you need to do before that next IEP meeting so you don't miss a thing. Grab this free resource in the show notes. All right, my friend, I'll catch you on another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend, take care.